George FC is ready to take the pitch. Simply stunning stuff. And finally, their goal. My word, what a rocket. Now, let's get three keys to the match with Anthony Urcioli on the Forge Audio Network. Hey, Forge fans. Three keys to the match presented by Volkswagen. However, or wherever you may be watching and or listening, your number one spot for Forge content is here, and I'm about to give it to you. Now, I, I don't know what that was. Um, match day preview available now, where we break down this matchup a little deeper and get more into the Calvary side of things. Uh, the interview with Todd Saloff, who covers Calvary FC uh, out in Calgary. I had a chat with him. So go check that out right after you check out these three keys to the match for Forge FC. Now, this matchup, Friday night, 9 o'clock, in Foothills County, Calvary FC hosting Forge FC. These two clubs met two weeks ago, and that match was big for Calvary. They talked about trying to maybe right the ship. Things weren't looking so good. Here is a club that was in the top seed on the table for uh, weeks on end, looking just dominant and unstoppable. They have not been that in in a while. Um, so, with that, Forge FC, the complete opposite. Six wins in a row. Uh, they won nine of their last 11. Top of the table, a pretty healthy lead on Calvary. Uh, but they're alone in top spot right now. 35 points, three points more than second and third place, which is Pacific and Atletico. And Forge has matches in hand on both of those clubs. They have two matches in hand on Calvary, who trail Forge by four points now. But the bigger concern for Calvary is Valor, who beat them 2-0 in uh, Calvary's last match. They only have a five-point lead. Calvary hanging on to that final playoff spot, only five points separating Calvary and Valor. And Valor's played one less match. And those two clubs are going to play again. So Calvary needs points. And they do not want to lose at home to their rivals, Forge FC, again. So you can be sure it will be a motivated motivated squad. So what will Forge have to do to secure three points? Key number one. Silence the set pieces. Cavalry FC, a chunk of their offense this season, have come from set pieces. Now, here's Forge head coach and technical director Bobby Smirniotis talking about those set pieces. You you know what you're going to get most of the times with them, you know, uh, and, uh, and how they play and they've shown a consistency uh, in that. Uh, maybe the results haven't been there lately, um, but the consistency in, in what they're doing and, and what they do on the ball, I think, has been there um, throughout the season. You know, they're a team that's scored 50% of their goals from set pieces. You know, that's a big thing for them and, and how they get further up the field and, and whether they finish with an attack or, or try and draw a foul. Um, and they do that uh, very well. And then they put a big effort into into how they work their set pieces, uh, whether it's a free kick or a corner kick. And that's a big number of uh, 50% coming from there. So, you know, we expect a little bit the, of the same from them. It's something Calvary relies on. These are two, as much as people like talking about the similarities between Calvary and Forge with you know, the coaches having started, uh, you know, soccer programs and academies that are now the feeder system to their clubs. And there are definitely some some um, things in common that they have. But in terms of style of play, two very different clubs. Now, it's not just about set pieces, which, by the way, um, set chances off set pieces. Cavalry leads the league and it's not even close. 40, they've created 45 chances off of 
set pieces, Forge have created 25. So 45 to 25. Again, they they just they play different games. Um, 1v1s, Calgary's not the kind of club that's going to force the issue. They're more of a take what um, is given to you type of club, whereas Forge is more of a chance creation club. Calgary leads the league in um, shot attempts and chances from outside the box. Not just that, but goals from outside the box. They have seven goals outside the box. Forge has four. So, um, And Forge leads the league in goals inside the box. So Forge is coming at you. They're, they're connecting plays and they're making runs and they're trying to get in behind the defense and they're trying to create a little bit of havoc inside the box. Calvary's doing things a little different. This is a league where you're going to face a lot of clubs that use that low block, that all-out defensive style. Forge is trying to get through that and get behind it. Calvary's not even... It's kind of like if they're going to give us the space, we're just going to take it. We're going to take some longer shots. We're going to rely on some set pieces. Um, we're going to score with our heads. And... It's worked for Calvary this season. How sustainable is that? I mean, I guess time will tell. But if you're Forge, if you can silence those set pieces and add a tag to that and long-range shots, um, Forge is looking pretty good because Calvary is not a club that really beats you any, uh, you know, in any other way. So that's key number one. Key number two, seeds of doubt. If you're Forge... Start start sowing those seeds because <laughs> Calvary has had a time. Um, we, we mentioned it a bit off the top, but we can go a little more in depth here. Calvary have one win in their last five matches, and that came against Edmonton at home. They've lost against Valor 2-0, lost to Forge 2-1, lost to Pacific 3-0, lost to York 1-0. So they've also been clean-sheeted quite a bit recently, and uh, Calvary have two wins in their last eight matches, they are struggling. When a team is struggling like that, you you just, it's human. You're going to lose some confidence. Forge needs to jump on that. Sow those seeds of doubt. And they did it last match. Calvary looked great out the gate. They scored first. They scored early. Everything was looking up. As soon as Forge found their game and got that next goal, it was just it, it forge controlled for the the rest of it. You you those that doubt was sown and um, Calvary struggled. So try to do that again. Get Calvary doubting themselves, and you can do that. Um, I mean, you can do it in multiple ways. I mean, you can do it. Forge can do it just by playing the game they normally play that possession attacking game. But listen, Calvary is a quality squad. That's not always going to work according to plan. Um, if not, get a lead. Just make Calvary question things a little bit and have them drop 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 in confidence. You don't want Calvary feeling confident at home with their fans. Those seeds of doubt also work with the fans. Get them, quiet them down. Make them a little nervous and have them kind of second-guessing the season and whether Calvary is as good as they've looked. Just sow those seeds of doubt. That's key number two. Key number three, ride the Woobs wave. Woobens Paseas. Now, I can tell you, as someone who is lucky enough to spend time around this club and around Tim Horton's field, uh, being able to watch them train and, and whatnot, the attention that Paseas has gotten, the last time Forge garnered attention like this was ahead of their match with TFC when they were starting to get some national attention. Paseas is getting international attention. I'm just going to tell you that. A lot of people inter- a lot of people want to talk to Paseas. He is the most popular guy on Forge right now. Even, you know, when kids come in and youth programs come in and camps and school kids, um, 
it's everyone wants to meet Paseas. They want Paseas' autograph. He's he's the star right now. And um, get the ball in his foot. I mean, I don't know what the lineup's going to look like Friday. Bobby doesn't typically divulge until, you know, about an hour before kickoff. Um, but if Wubens, whether he's starting or whether, regardless of how he's used, um, ride that wave. Get the ball into his feet. Wubens doesn't need a lot of time. He does not need a lot of space. Um, you know, quick check on the scoring race right now. Pasillas is uh, three goals back of Diaz, who he's been chasing for a couple of weeks now. Um, Diaz, though, I always have to remind you, played almost more than 400 more minutes than Pasillas. Played an extra game. Pasillas, by the way, shooting. He's at 69%. He's been hovering around 70 for for a while now, which is unbelievable. It means if Pasillas gets a ball on his foot, if he gets a chance, um, chances are he's going to score. I mean, his shooting percentage would indicate that he's going to score way more often than he doesn't if you get the ball into his feet into the dangerous area. So ride the Woobs wave. That's key number three. And those are your keys to the match. However, wherever you get your Forge content, subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. You can also check us out on social media. Cavalry Forge out in Alberta, nine o'clock Friday. I'll be watching. I know you will too. Don't uh, you? I know you will too. Also, don't forget. I'm 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 so excited. I can barely speak. Don't forget. Um, our match day preview is available behind the beard. Available this week, an in-depth chat with Bobby Smirniotis. Also, focus on Forge, and uh, this week's focus was on Abu Sissoko and his initiative and his family's initiative in, Ma- in uh, Mali to get clean and accessible water to the people there. And after the Cavalry Forge match, be sure to check back for the match in review. All right, enjoy. FC is ready, and now you are too. This has been Three Keys to the Match on the Forge Audio Network. Keep up to date on your Forge FC by subscribing to the Forge Audio Network on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.